You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Don't tell me, bye And welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown Live fantasy booking podcast hosted by us. Today is our Money in the Books pay-per-view special. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I am Ryan Nightstein. With me, as always, is the innovator of violence and words, Mikey Manfredi. How you doing, everybody? I am here. How is it going? Thank you all for listening and tuning in to, again, Money in the Books, our pay-per-view special, where we will be booking our own version of Money in the Bank that we've been building to for the past five dang weeks, Mikey. Five whole weeks. A lot of build-up. We're ready for this. I'm excited. Lots of build, lots of build. It's a co-branded show, so we have, what, I think four SmackDown matches and then the two Money in the Bank men's and women's matches. Uh, yep, sounds about right. And besi- and those are what we get to have our little meaty paws inside of. All of our fingers in the pie. Is that's it, that's a phrase. <laughs> that's a phrase. Don't give me a look. <laughs> I see you smirking. That was uncomfortable, <laughs> but okay. Um, but yes, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, if you want more, subscribe to your podcast feed. That was really high pitched. Subscribe. Subscribe. I sounded like a crow. Subscribe <laughs> to any podcast feed that you may choose, or follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. Do that today. Leave a review. Love us. Subscribe to all of your things. Love. Perfect. Like a heart Flawless. <laughs> Mikey, how are you doing? It's uh, an early. We're recording this early Monday. Oh yeah, I. Uh, it's the worst. The worst morning to wake up to. <laughs> yeah, you got heavy Garfield syndrome. <laughs> Damn it! Which is not a thing, but I'm making it a thing now. I think it should Damn be a it. thing. The Garfield syndrome. I mean, that's like you know, early Monday morning. I hate blues. I hate Mondays. But you do love lasagna. Yes. How do you, Mikey? You're Italian. <laughs> Is Garfield Italian? Uh, do do cats have? I guess cats have ethnicities. Like they're born in different countries. Yeah. Do, 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 Mikey, what makes the perfect lasagna? Uh, good pasta, good sauce, uh, good layering. Is it, what, how do you how do you prefer your layering of lasagna? Is it pasta, cheese, tomato, meat, cheese, tomato, pasta, or is it what? How do you, what's your preferred layering technique? Uh, I like it when the layers get all mixed up and it just becomes one gooey, cheesy, pasta, delicious lasagna slab. Hold on, so your and I like when the pasta good... on top is a little crispy. So your definition of good lasagna was good layering, and you described good layering as bad, <laughs> as like as all no, mixed the layer, together. But like you can see the layers, but then like all of like the tastes meld together. You know, like there's not like 
Like you could see the never mind. No, I think I think I get where you're going for uh I think I'm not sure. I'm not Right, we're a booking I, podcast. We are a booking podcast, not a lasagna podcast, which is an insane idea. <laughs> a lasagna podcast is the most insane concept I've ever heard of. The if pop, anything the needs to be a cast. webcast. <laughs> oh man, Laz- 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 cast is that what you said? A pasta cast. Pasta cast works better. I don't know why I said cast. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. A podcast, if you will. Well, like you said, Mikey, we are here to book, and we are here to book Money in the Bank. Uh, Money in the Bank, a special time, special pay per view. A briefcase um, full bi- of lasagna. <laughs> Everyone's fighting over a briefcase full of lasagna. Uh, it's going to spurt out cheese and tomatoes at you if you Ew. open it up. Um, Mikey, how do you like, what do you like about the Money in the Bank pay-per-view? What do you like about the Money in the Bank matches? Well, give me some of your fine, fond memories of Money in the Bank. Uh, I like all the, just all the ladder spots are always just a fun time. Uh, and just seeing who's gonna cash in when and all, like, always the tease, like, them always teasing when, like, or cash in here and there. And then it just always keeps you on the edge of your seat, because it's like, whatever the champion's downed after a match, it's like, uh, uh. Any literally any time the cameras stay on the champion after a match for too long and not cut to commercial, it's like uh, it's like, uh. <laughs> like that's just like a production tease. Like yeah. even if it's like not intentional, it's just like uh. Especially recently, I feel like every time Seth Rollins is on the screen, the camera holds on him a little bit too long. Oh well, yeah. Especially well, that's because mainly because the past three weeks they've been teasing Brock Lesnar cashing in for him. three weeks in a row. Because <sighs> because they just love they just love Brock over there. And he's a ratings juggernaut, dude. I guess. It's good shit. Anyways. <laughs> by the time this episode comes out, I wonder if good shit is still a meme. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> probably, probably, yeah, probably, you're right, probably not. Like all uh, memes, memes die and live and die. <laughs> live and die in like Real... two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um no transition. Speaking of Mikey, I think it's pretty much time to book in our in you know, in some cases. We have to order the card, mm-hmm. you know, re reshuffle order the card how we see fit. And then we put on the Money in the Bank show and we decide on the results of said show that we've been building towards. Um we don't have to do any more mind puzzles of writing storylines, but now we have to decide what we're doing going forward. Now we have to decide how these storylines end. Yeah, and move it's how they end and move forward. It is crazy difficulty, but uh it is loads of fun. Oh yeah. So Mikey, let's talk about it. We of course have um we have nine nine, ten, eleven matches on this show. Whoa. Yeah, it's a it's a big five pay per view. Oh, we have yeah. two pre show matches. A big um, five. Yeah, it's part of the big part of the big five. Uh, we have two pre show matches. We have one two hundred five live match. We have four Raw matches, four SmackDown matches. Those SmackDown matches that we know of because we book them are New Day versus the Revival for the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championship, Charlotte Flair versus Natalia for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship in a no disqualification match. Pete Dunne versus Andrade versus Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental Championship. And Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman with The Miz for the WWE Championship. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, like any Money in the Bank pay-per-view, Mikey, we have the men's and women's Money in the Bank. The men's Money in the Bank, the participants of that said match are Ricochet. Oh, right, here we go. Re- announcer voice coming. I can feel it coming on, Mikey. Ricochet. Randy Orton. The Miz. Sami Zayn. Roman Reigns. Bray Wyatt. Velveteen Dream. And Adam Cole. Nice. And then finally, in our women's Money in the Bank match, the participants of said match are Naomi, Carmella, Zelina Vega, Lana, Mandy Rose, Asuka, Bianca Belair, and Alicia Fox. Greg Hamilton, is that you? <laughs> Best in the world. <laughs> I do it for the rest of the podcast, a whole hour. <laughs> um. So, Mikey, uh, let's get down to business uh, to write this show. Um, wh- how do you want to order this? Any any ideas on ordering this Money in the Bank episode? Uh, hmm. I feel like, first off, the men's Money in the Bank is the closer. Yep, sounds good to me. No offense to the women. Women's but... Money in the Bank is the opener. Ooh, Women's Money in the Bank is the opener. Open and close with the Money in the Bank match? Here's a thought immediately. If the money... We, we have to have one cash in tonight because that's what always happens. <laughs> I, ho- I Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> There's always two uh, Money in the Bank winners, but one always cashes in at Money in the Bank. <laughs> yeah, since they've been doing like co-branded Money in the Bank, that has been happening. It's always it? been winner, winner. Chicken one dinner. holds it, <laughs> one cashes in that night. Um... Quite possibly. But here's immediate thought, Mikey. Okay. If we have the women's Money in the Bank match happen before the Intercontinental Triple Threat match, does Zelina Vega and Carmella still come out with their uh, wrestlers? Probably not. Hmm. Interesting. That's interesting. I would agree with you. I would agree with you, but that's very interesting. Is 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 the women's going to be our show opener? Um, I think so. Okay. Beep, 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 beep. Okay. Women's Money in the Bank is the show opener. I also put the 205 Live match in the pre-show. Yikes. But um, yikes, but also fair. Now, we have to have a Raw or SmackDown match on the pre-show, Mikey. Um, any of our matches feel like they're pre-show worthy? Mm. I guess we're biased, but... I guess we're going to... Let's just flip a coin. Let's have a coin ready, because we're going to do a lot of coin flipping today to randomize some things, because we obviously can't control the Raw side. But uh, why don't we flip a coin to figure out Raw or SmackDown's getting that pre-show spot. Okay. And then we'll figure out (laughs) which match we're going to do. So, heads is Raw, tails SmackDown? Yep, sounds good to me. Okay, I'm flipping the coin. Tails. Tails is SmackDown. Okay. Fart. <laughs> Big old fart, Mikey. Bummer. Uh, any of these matches feel pre-show worthy to you? Mm, I don't know. Not I would really. maybe. I would maybe throw the hat in for the tag titles. Yeah, that's really the only thing I could. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Maybe the triple threat, but 
Yeah, I don't know. I would say either the triple threat or the tag titles. Yeah, tag title sounds correct. Okay, then we'll do the tag titles on the pre-show. Sorry, Revival. You're there <laughs> in the pre-show again. Ooh, sorry, Revival. E- ooh, ah, ooh. Okay, um, let's see. What else do we got here? Um, we got four Raw matches and the three SmackDown matches. So we got the opener of the Women's Running the Bank. What do you want to follow that? Um, maybe the... Hmm. Let's just put a Raw match in there. Yeah, that sounds good. Start off Raw. Then maybe we'll do... Do we do a the WWE Championship match at the end of the show or near the middle of the show? Mm, I think toward the end. So... What do, you, what do you mean towards the end? We have match nine is the men's money the bank. Do you want to be seven or eight is the th- WWE championship? I think seven is good. Have it okay. at seven, have a cool down match, and then have the money in the bank. Okay, and then we'll have a raw match in between there. <laughs> yeah. As a cool down. Perfect, perfect. Probably the US title or some crap. Yeah. Um then we we got three more four more spots. Um uh, what do you want right before the WWE championship match? Wow, this is hard. Uh, Let's just do another Raw match. <laughs> I, at this point, we're turning it into Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown. I think that's fine. Which I guess we could do. Yeah. Then let's do it. Uh, so we got Women's Money in the Bank, then the Raw match, then with SmackDown. Do you want Charlotte Flair or Pete Dunne defending their titles? Let's do Pete Dunne. So our card for Money in the Bank, Mikey, is 205 Live, New Day Revival, Women's Money in the Bank, a Raw match. Pete Dunne, mm-hmm. uh, Andrade, Apollo Crews, a uh, Raw match. Charlotte Flair and Natalia, another Raw match. Drew McIntyre and Strowman, another Raw match. And then the Men's Money okay. in the Bank. Um, we are deciding that Vega and Carmella will not be coming out with their wrestlers because they will be, you know, getting healed from their women's money in the banks. Yeah, you know, they just had a pretty brutal match. Mm-hmm. Is The Miz coming out with Braun Strowman? Well, yeah, I mean, his match is before... Or the Braun Strowman's match is before The Miz's, right? Okay. Okay, and we're all good with this. So then, Mikey, it is now time to... What, what, are we, what is it now time to? I guess, well, I'm not sure. I... I guess before we go, are we? Are you ready, Mikey? Yeah, I think I'm ready to do this. No, Mikey, I asked. Or oh, I went too low. <laughs> you went, you went way too gravelly. Uh, uh, you ready? <laughs> hey, Mikey, are you ready? <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all shape, ability, and gender. Oh. Let's get ready to book it. And by book it, we mean decide who our 24-7 champion is, Mikey. The randomizer has been pulled. The wheels are turning. We need to add like a a roulette wheel, raw roulette wheel. Cool. We have a new 24-7 champion, Mikey. Who do we got? Killian Dane. Okay. Sanity's got it now. All right. Sanity has it now. They somehow won it from Ginger Mahal. 
they jumped him, all three of them, at the same time. I'm sure. I'm sure they did that. Uh, that probably happened on social media, like, after SmackDown Live or something. Yeah. You know, some sort of nonsense like that. I can see, like, I can see, like, Jinder getting an interview and then all of a sudden just getting surrounded by sanity and just being like, no, no, and then boom. <laughs> that would actually be pretty good. That's a, that would actually be really good now that I think about it. I would love that. Um, cool. So the 24-7 champion killing Dane. Uh, we have to probably do something 24-7 wise on the Money in the Bank show because that title exists. You're right. Oh, dang. Okay, cool. So 25, 25, 205 25, live match. 7. Done. 25, <laughs> 8 title. 205 live match, defended or won. Who cares? Moving on. New Day Revival. Mikey, you want to hear some backstory? Yep, hit me. Okay, after a grueling tag team tournament, the New Day officially won the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. Until the Revival literally stole them from the New Day themselves the very next Tuesday. The Revival wanted to prove a point, that they can take the titles whenever they want. They are the alpha team, and the belts are theirs. But the trouble doesn't stop there. The New Day were able to get their belts back, but then a new tag team came out of nowhere and wanted the throne. AOP are staking their claim at the belts also claiming that the championships are theirs. But AOP doesn't have a match at Money in the Bank. That goes to the number one contenders, The Revival. So can the New Day defend their title successfully? Will The Revival back up their claim, or will AOP somehow, some way, somewhere, start their first chapter and rewriting the tag division? Mikey, let's book! Yeah. Okay, so... You are you have been for the past two and a half, three months, the purveyor of the tag team division. Yes. New Day Revival, the culmination of your rating, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, what do you have in store? What not do you do you have in store? Because it's a pay per view, we decide together. But what are we thinking, Mikey? I'll I'll let you pitch your idea first about this match since it is your baby. So I was thinking New Day Revival both come out and start getting ready for the match. And before the bell rings, AOP comes out and starts just just trying to beat up on... Just, just starts chaos in the ring, you know? Mm-hmm. They get to the ring and they start just trying to beat up everybody, but then they all just, they all just start a big brawl. And it's a mess. Uh, and then Paige comes out and says... Fine, if you guys all want to fight so bad, this tag team match just become a triple threat. I like it. And then AOP is inserted into the match. I like the idea of AOP inserting themselves in the match because I feel like at this point they should be, Mm -hmm. you know, after what we've been building. Should they come out and uh, brawl themselves in and Paige is like reluctantly like, fine, you're in the match? Or should they just come out and then it's like, ding, 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 and then they're in the like they're in the match. Oh, so like, okay, so here it is. New Day come out, revival come out. They're getting ready. Bell hasn't rung yet. Uh, and then Greg Hamilton's like, this tag team triple threat is for the tag team champion. And both of the teams are like, what? And then AOP's triple threat, hits. triple threat. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. They're like, "What? Wait, triple threat?" And then AOP's music hits. 
And then AOP walks out, and they're in, literally inserted into the match mm-hmm. by order of GM Page, presumably. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I like that opener. They're in their match. Who wins? Who dies? Hmm. Hmm. So hmm. does does New Day does New Day come out on top? Does Revival end up proving the New Day, or does AOP win by force? This is like. I read this on Squared Circle at one point. It was probably like a comment or something, or maybe it was a post talking about AOP. Mm-hmm. But it's really commentary on like every big man heel monster team. You know, yeah. uh, I can't think of any off the top of my dome, but AOP is a striking example, of course. They AOP is like the team that's like they can you build them up like monsters and they run amok, you know, and the division stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, if they lose, they then it's like they lost some of their. They lose immediately some of their steam. Yeah. Yeah. Like if like imagine if AOP lost this match, they can keep some of their steam if the New Day or the Revival pin each other. Hmm. Um. But AOP uh, uh, will like, you know. I guess they can keep, they'll, they'll keep some of their steam, you know. But if they lose and they get pinned, then it's sort of like, eee. Yeah. So it's either AOP wins the titles or New Day and Revival pin each other mm-hmm. to win the titles. Uh, that doesn't really change anything or, or help any of our situations currently, but immediate <laughs> that's the immediate thing I think of. I vote we give it to AOP then. Ooh, why is that, Mikey? Just keep, like you said, just keep their keep the momentum going. Just make them these big guys who just force their way into the title shot, not for nothing, you know. Like, sure they can run amok, but they're if they're going to be a serious team to be reckoned with, and not just another team to look over that like did some stuff for a little while and caused some chaos, but actually made something out of it. Then I think they should win tonight. Yeah, and it's it's something I should greatly think about as well, Mikey, because um like it's gonna be said, your tag team division after this. Yeah, like we said at the top of the show, you were the purveyor of the tag team division for the past two and a half months. After this show, I become the new head writer of the tag team division and mm-hmm. you will become the head writer of the women's division. So yes. literally whatever whatever we pick, I then have to run with. Um yeah. I'll ask this question while we're thinking about who wins, who dies. Uh, which members of the New Day are in this match? I have a guess. It's Kingston and Big E. Yes. I would presume uh, after Woods being beat up two weeks ago, actually? Mm-hmm. I think I think Woods can make like a surprise appearance later to try to like help the New Day, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know? Like he comes out and everyone's like, whoa, it's Woods. Oh, he's run, He's rushing to the ring. He's rushing to the ring. <laughs> and then he just gets clotheslined by AOP, and it's like, oh. <laughs> oh damn. Um, okay, I like the idea of AOP winning, pinning Razor or whatever, pinning Big E. The big boys. The, the big boys. Oh, they're so big. <laughs> God, Vince McMahon. <laughs> Vince McMahon talked dirty to me. 
<laughs> Never in my life as I ever thought that sentence would exist nor come out of my mouth. Congratulations, you've invented it. New hashtag new sentence. <laughs> Vince McMahon talked dirty to me. Uh, great. Got a t-shirt. <laughs> we finally have our first t-shirt. <laughs> uh, Mikey, what are your thoughts on that? AOP, Razor pinning Big E to win and become the SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. I like it. Um, that allows the Revival to stake claim at being like, you know, that they have an argument against the, the AOP. Mm-hmm. Um, New Day can have argument because they lost their titles, even though we don't have automatic rematches, but they lost their titles. And Woods was injured by them, so they have some sort of like grievance towards them. Okay. So we can easily get another more matches of triple threats and stuff down the road. Yes, definitely. Okay, AOP win the match, then Razor pins Bigert Ebert. Is his is his Christian name? Large Edward. Large Large Sullivan. Has anyone now? Please, Large Sullivan. Is this another T-shirt? Uh, that's actually that's a that's Vince's safe word. Large Large Sullivan. Uh, great, cool. We booked that match. We've done it. Pre-show handled. Let's move on to the women's Money in the Bank match. Competitors of Naomi, Carmella, Zelina Vega, Lana, Mandy Rose, Asuka, Bianca Belair, Alicia Fox, Mikey. We said last episode that we very much like this group of participants because it's a lot of people that are not normally associated with the title picture yes it is people you know maybe not lana maybe not alicia fox but people that you know uh can you can maybe see them down the road or they either they were former champions a while ago that you can see them down the road becoming champions or, you know, maybe they're Asuka in her case is a current tag champion. Um, we got newcomers like Bianca Blair. It's very also a very diverse group of people, yes. which I love. But uh, it's, yeah, it's just all around. Just a great, great grouping of people, I feel like. I agree. Okay, so we talked about Mikey earlier, how we were going to handle which brand wins this. Yes. Which is what, Mikey? We're flipping a coin. Flipping again. Raw is heads. Tails is SmackDown. <gasps> We've done it, Mikey. We won? Mikey, we won. SmackDown wins. SmackDown wins the women's money in the bank. Woo! SmackDown wins the women's money in the bank, boys. Woo! Who's doing I love, it? Otherwise, it's boys. Who's doing it? Who's doing it? That means we get to choose... Either Naomi, Carmella, Zelina Vega, or Bianca Belair as the Miss Money in the Bank. Yes. Okay, let's talk, Mikey. Let's talk and think. Who who are we thinking? We got first off, we got Carmella. Should be become a three time Money in the Bank holder. Mm-hmm. Naomi. She Naomi would be a great Money in the Bank holder. Um, at the same time, she did have the uh, the briefcase at the end of SmackDown last week, mm-hmm. which is a, a bad omen. <laughs> Zelina sure. Vega is very interesting to hold it. I maybe not necessarily would say she should win it. She's probably my least of the four. Mm-hmm. And then Bianca Belair, 
up-and-comer, newcomer. This is obviously a rocket that would be strapped to her. Um, yeah. But she's also the most inexperienced. Um, Mikey, what are your thoughts on the four competitors and their odds and chances? What are your thoughts on them winning the Miss Bunny the Bank? I'm between Zelina and Naomi. Ooh, ooh, tell me why. Uh, like you said, they could both hold that bre- like Zelina having it could be very interesting. Naomi having it, she could be a good money in the bank holder, and also it could be like subverting expectations since she held it on SmackDown. It's like ah, she's not gonna win, and then if she wins, it could be like wait, whoa. Mm-hmm. And I think it could be a good, uh, just a good money in the bank match. And whoever whoever wins is probably cashing in tonight. Potentially, potentially, potentially cashing in tonight. It's not. It doesn't bode well when the women's title is being defended in a no disqualification match. In a no disqualification match, and the women's money in the bank is happening first. Yeah, doesn't bode well for Italian. It's like all the. Flight. It's like all the ingredients for a cash in. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so you're thinking. Why, so why not Bianca? Why not Carmella? Because Carmella has had it before, um, I think when if she has it, it'll just be the same as her last two two runs, and it's like I don't want to keep doing the same thing. Um, and Bianca Belair, like you said, she's inexperienced. She just got there; it was like literally like her first match as a SmackDown Live competitor, or second, I guess. Um, and we'd be striving a rocket to her back, and I don't necessarily want to do that yet, you know. I want to build her up a little bit in the eyes of everybody in the eyes of the WWE universe first. Like let them know, let them get to know who she is first before we just be like, yep, look, she's on, on the way to the title already. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, okay. Well then I personally, I'm between Naomi and Bianca. Okay. Uh, Naomi, I guess same exact reasons as you've talked about Bianca. I, 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 I like the idea of Bianca, but you're, you're, you were sort of under the assumption that be, that whoever wins it is going to be cashing in tonight. Uh, if Bianca wins it, I don't see her cashing in. If, if we didn't cash in the women's money in the bank tonight, then I would put my eggs in for Bianca because then that gives us a chance to build her up, you know, as a threat, you know, mm-hmm. with the briefcase. But if we were cashing in tonight, I would totally say Naomi. And if we are both in agreement on Naomi and that standpoint i guess mm-hmm. so are we going naomi yeah i think we go naomi and then if she wins i think she catches in later Ooh, ooh. i guess we'll find out what happens in the women's title match and then if we decide naomi to cash in in that said match oh boy naomi has won the money of the bank briefcase holy crap mikey Exciting. Exciting stuff for her. Good congratulations, Naomi. Way to go, Naomi. Way to go. Clapping all around. <laughs> okay, cool. We got a raw match, skipping right through. And we'll go straight into the IC title picture. The Intercontinental Championship, Pete Dunn versus Andrade versus Apollo Cruz. Mikey, do you want some B story? Yes. It's the triple threat match that has been needed for months after both Pete Dunn and Apollo Cruz earning and losing number one contendership for the Intercontinental Championship. It was Pete Dunne who eventually won out by attacking Cruz and replacing him at Backlash. Now, five weeks later, a triple threat match will finally decide who is the better man. Who will walk away with the white strap? 
Will Carmella's new moneymaker, Apollo Crews, win it all? Will the original champ, Andrade, bring it back to Mexico? Or will Pete Dunne keep a tight grip on the title? Who will win, Mikey? Let us book. Let's do it. Okay. So, like we talked about, Pete Dunne, Andrade, Apollo Crews. Pete Dunne's walking in with momentum by having single fall victories against either of them. Uh, Andrade, of course, OG champion. Apollo Crews, newcomer, never held the title before. Mikey, yes. what are your thoughts? Here's here's a quick pitch. Quick quick pitch. So I quick. think when Pete Dunne is coming out, I think Pete Dunne comes out first. Okay. And I think Andrade and Apollo Crews jump Pete Dunne before the match starts. Together? As a unified Together. force? Yes. Ooh, why? Because he beat them both up. He He pissed them both off. Uh, Andrade and Apollo don't really have beef with each other so far. Yeah, fair. Uh, other other than the title match, so I think they just try to take Pete Dunne out first, and then they and then they start the match in the ring. And then like Andrade like turns on Apollo. You know, he just you know turn like he just does a swinging back fist, back elbow sort of thing. Yeah, and then throws him in the ring, and then the match starts before Pete Dunne gets up. Yeah. And then Andrade, Andrade does a swing back elbow to Apollo, then goes to pin Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn kicks out. Match, no, I, match I, I think Pete, I think Pete Dunn is still on the outside. Oh, okay. Like, right, like they way, jump him did. on, like they jump him on the ramp, and then he does the spinning back elbow, throws Apollo in, and then they start the match. Just them two for now. Well, the match can't start until all three competitors are standing in the ring. Oh, bummer. Right, uh, right. I feel like that's. That's probably a rule. Yeah, I'm going through my I'm going through the rolodex of rules of in WWE. I want to say it's that the, the can't match can't start until all three are standing in the ring. Like okay. I, I can just imagine Michael Cole being like, "The match hasn't started yet. What are they? What are they doing?" Yeah, like Apollo goes to pin. I mean, uh, Andrade goes to pin Apollo, and the ref's like, "Wait, what are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh God!" Grabs Pete Dunne, throws him in, throws him in, and then. The bell rings. Ding, ding, ding. Um, okay, cool. I like that jump. I like the jump start. I like the jump start on Pete Dunn. I like Andrade, you know, cheating on Apollo. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. I like it. Um, what are your votes on the winner of the match? What happens? What's the ending of this match, Mikey? I think Pete Dunn comes out on top. Oh, I like, I like it. I think, I think I agree. We talked about it last week that I was like this, that sort of idea of like he gets the momentum, you go in thinking he's not going to win it, then he gets jumped at the beginning of this match, and then he goes on to eventually win it. We yeah. set him up as like a, a tough boy. Yeah. Uh, T U F F B O I. The and and the IC title match ends with him holding that title in his mouth. Oh, of course, it's always going to be in his mouth. Crazy. <laughs> Never. Um, I as much as I love the idea of Apollo Cruz winning the IC title, uh, without Carmella, I don't think he's gonna win it. Yeah, I I think if he had Carmella with him, it would have given him a much better chance. Same thing with Andrade and Zelina, right? Like Andrade, Andrade, I would say ekes out more than Apollo by himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Like the story we've, the subtle story we've been sort of telling with Apollo Cruz, is that like 
he hasn't really been able to do anything without Carmella being there. Fair. Um, that he needs Carmella. Like, Carmella is the one that got him in the the Intercontinental title picture to start with. Carmella is mm-hmm. the one that helps him win the matches. Carmella okay. is really the thing, the driving force here. And she got, you know, beat up significantly in that Women's Money in the Bank match. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Apollo is going to do it by himself here. Now, that then leaves Andrade. But I think I like your pitch of story with Pete Dunne more than just Andrade winning it. Yeah, let's let's go with Pete Dunne then. Plus, it needs to end. <laughs> yeah, we need to end this this convoluted three-person storyline and have a nice one-on-one Pete Dunne, somebody else. Oh, yeah, because then we can go Pete Dunne Ricochet, Pete Dunne Dream. Pete Dunne Cesaro. Oh, Pete Dunne. I keep forgetting about Pete Dunne Cesaro. <sighs> that'll be like a, that'll be a slugfest. Oh, my God. That's going to be brutal. <laughs> that's just like the next pay-per-view is Battlegrounds or Stomping Grounds, whatever we're doing. That is, that's Stomping Grounds right there, dude. That is <laughs> yeah, death-defining. Okay, Pete Dunne wins to retain his Intercontinental Championship. He's done uh-huh. it. We have a new champion, a Miss Money the Bank, and a uh, retain, retention of the Intercontinental Championship. When we nice. come back, we will book our SmackDown Live Women's Championship match, our WWE Championship match, and our Men's Money in the Bank match. Whoo, boy, we are, oh, man, these books are filled with money. And lasagna. We'll be right back. And we are back. Mikey, we have the women's match, the WWE Championship, and the men's Money in the Bank. But there's one title we forgot to mention. Which one is that, Ryan? The obvious gold-plated, green-strapped, beautiful son of a gun, such good shit, 24-7 championship, who is currently owned by Killian Dane. All right. So it's the 24-7 championship. We're on a show. Something's got to happen with it. What do we do with this? I don't god dang know. Uh, does Killian Dane retain it or does he lose it? Well, I think the rules of how we've been doing it is he, the person that we've selected in the draft in the randomizer, ends the show with the title. Okay, so Killian Dane is ending the show with the title. So the question is: Is he? winning it on the show or is he um like what like yeah i guess he's winning i guess he's winning on the show from jinder mahal i mean we already said he won it on social media right before yeah i guess so so maybe he has a successful defense i guess so i guess he's having a successful defense and it's a pay-per-view so we could have anyone from raw as well wild what about a successful defense against rowan whoa that's crazy. Sanity and the family interaction. They, okay, so they like fight. They like fight each other. Mm-hmm. Like the family steps up because Bray Wyatt was a champion at some point, right? Mm-hmm. So Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. comes up, maybe he's like, "I want that back now." <laughs> I want that back now. You hear? Yeah, <laughs> it's just real. He's real country with it. Very country with it. 
And then said just Sanity and the family have a fight. Like Sanity and the family have a backstage brawl over the 24-7 championship. <laughs> but Killian Dane is What about this, Mikey? Can I get a, can I get an alternate pitch? Alternate pitch, shoot. Alternate pitch. Jinder Mahal lost the 24-7 championship. Mhm. To Eric Young. Okay. Then Rowan wins it in this backstage brawl. Okay. And then Killian Dane wins it back. I like it. Just a mess and okay. a half. <laughs> Just like the 24-7 championship was meant to be. A mess and a half. Mm-hmm. Rowan wins by pinning Eric Young. <laughs> and then Killian Dane pins Rowan. And sanity leaves. Nice. And Ro and 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 Killian Dane is your twenty four seven champion. Wonderful. Our twenty four seven championship is all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah it is. Like, like no one has. I think no one has successfully defended it. Nope, not yet. Like, I mean, I guess maybe on the raw side, maybe. For us, but not Smackdown, yet. It's, it's every. It's always someone new. Yeah. Cool, cool. I just put that immediately after the Intercontinental title match. I don't know. I was just like there. <laughs> That's perfect. Fine. Flawless. Okay, cool. So we got a Raw match uh, that happened. Then we have Charlotte Flair and Natalia. Mikey, you want that be back act story? Yes. Family versus family. Generation versus generation. And a story full of cheating, injuries, weapons, and security guards. The blood feud that is Natalia and Charlotte Flair is reaching its boiling point. Charlotte Flair claims that she is not only the best women's champion, but the forever champion. Not not to be confused with the 24-7 champion, but the forever champion. Because of her name. And Natalia wants nothing more to shut Charlotte up and kick her out of the arena. Can Natalia rid the WWE universe of Charlotte Flair, or will the Flair fungus stay the champ of the women's division? Mikey, let's book. Let's book it. Honestly, excited about this matchup. Me too. It's going to be pretty good. Um, Charlotte Flair and Natalia. Uh, no disqualification as well. Um, Ooh, so what are we thinking here? What are we thinking? What's... What's sort of happening? What are some spots that happen in this match? Brutal ones. Um, are the secu- hmm. I, I'm going to start off with the entrance being where Charlotte Flair comes out with the security guards, and then at the entrance ramp, she shoes them away. I like and that. And she walks out by herself. Yeah, I like that. Just to put like, oh, and Michael Cole's like, oh my, the security guards are gone. But it's Charlotte just that- Flair wants to do this all on her own. Mm-hmm. And, and Corey Graves is like, well, she believes she can, and she will. Or I'm Corey Graves. I'm Corey Graves, the heel. <laughs> Byron Saxon's like, oh, Corey. <laughs> okay. Now that we have the entrance out of the way, <laughs> we got some brutal spots. Kendo sticks are going to be involved. Yeah. You know, sharpshooters, figure four leg locks on the outside. Yeah. Is there there countouts in no disqualification matches? Right. No, I don't think so. Either way, I mean, there's they're maybe doing stuff on the outside, of course. Yeah, like I like a figure four leg lock around the the ter- around the post, you know. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. 
Um, uh, or maybe like also a sharpshooter on the announce table. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some good ass spots here. I think like honestly, it's just it's a, like a very technical brawl. Yeah. If I if we had to amalgamate two a lot of things. a lot of a lot of working the legs, I assume working the legs. Yeah, in the back. working the leg is well working the legs. Of course, working legs and it's like Natalia gets the upper hand because she gets to work the legs, but also the back with a kendo stick. Mm-hmm. Um, because that sharpshooter is going to do numbers on your lower back pain. Uh, so and if she hurts Charlotte's back, she can't get into the bridge for mm-hmm. the figure eight. Mm-hmm. So, Mikey, question is, who wins it? Who wins the match? Of course. Did you have any ideas for how this storyline ends? Since it's your baby. That's a great question. Um, uh, I don't know. Honestly, I've been back and forth about it. I always thought Charlotte Flair was going to win it, you know, because I was sort of hoping to start setting up down the line. Because obviously, like, I made my intentions clear. Like, I was going to do, like, any woman, any era, any division, any generation, family, whatever, any sport. So that, like, Naomi comes out, then Natalia comes out, and then eventually hoping somehow figure out a way to get Shayna Baszler, Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. No idea how to get there because they're both heels. Um, but uh, uh, something, and then like you know, started doing all this stuff, and then maybe like some people come back, like Le- like Lita or Trish Stratus comes back, whatever crap. Mm-hmm. But as the storylines come around, and like as it's been written, I sort of really like the idea of Natalia winning it. Okay, just because of that, that would be such a great feel good moment. Natalia winning the title. But don't forget about Naomi. But don't forget about Naomi. Uh, she can always cash in on Natalia during tonight, which is after a goddamn brutal, Naomi. After a brutal no disqualification match. That's a ruthless move, Naomi. Uh, if to do that on Natalia, if she wins, if Charlotte Flair wins. Naomi easy cash in. That's an yeah. easy cash in. If Charlotte Flair wins, Naomi easy cash in. Done. Natalia, it's a little Natalia bit more. Wins. It's a little more in the gray area. Yeah, I'm. It could go either way. I, Natalia winning it. I think we should get the belt off of Flair. I agree. Um. Because. I don't know. It's tough. I, I think it needs to get the belt off of Flair, but at the same time, it's sort of like because um, we need we, you know we have Flair to challenge it. We have Bianca who can challenge. Shayna Baszler can challenge. Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax, mm-hmm. or flip some faces back over to heels. Yeah, um, they can always challenge. But you'll figure that part out. Um, but the question is, Natalia wins it. I don't know. What do you think? Those, I, mean, I don't have a lot of thoughts on it. It's just sort of like I love – like I, I, I sort of want Flair to win, but Natalia winning it is sort of like cool. I do remember that initially like I wanted to – when I was pitching the idea of the women's division in my head to myself, <laughs> uh, it was sort of like having Naomi be sort of the face of the women's division – 
but then with the build to their match at Backlash, didn't really get good fan responses. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, gotta sort of scrap that. So it sort of become Natalia. Uh, but Naomi winning the briefcase can come back around to that. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess all in all, Mikey, I'm open to Vitas. I think I'm in the camp of getting the belt off of Charlotte. Yeah, I think we're both in agreement that either way, Natalia or Naomi is winning, walking away with the belt. Yeah. Um. Does Natalia win and Naomi hold it? That, that is that is a interesting ass storyline. So if what we Natalia can... won it, and then Naomi, a other another baby face, cashed in. We can always other baby face. We can always do the the storyline of like since they're both baby faces, we could do like the I'm cashing this in at stomping grounds, you know. Of course, that's and of then course, set up that, that, match. that would be something of your choice. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, if Naomi has the title that or the the Money in the Bank case and holds it, that feels like what should happen. Mm-hmm. But like you said, if Charlotte Flair wins this match, then she cashes. Then she can just cash in right now, you know. Yeah, yeah. If Charlotte Flair wins, Naomi cashes in, and she probably wins it. Sort yeah. of like a Bailey Bailey moment. Yeah. I don't know. What do you? I. I, I mean. I think I like. I think I like the idea of Natalia winning it. And then Naomi being like, I'm going to cash this in at Stomping Grounds. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's and not to say, ult- it's in. not ultimately your call, it's our call. But, like, obviously, like, you will then be heading up the women's division soon. So, what is maybe some of your... Like, what stories... Po- what story points attract you more? Is it... Charlotte Flair winning and defeating both Naomi and Natalia. Is it Natalia winning? Is it Naomi winning? Is it Natalia winning and then Naomi saying that she's going to cash in at Stomping Grounds? Is it Natalia winning and then Naomi cashing in tonight? And then that's very like that's like what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, like that's she's a babyface. What happened? A heel Naomi. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, so was Bailey, but look how she cashed in. Well, she cashed in on Flair. Yeah, that's fair. She cashed it on a heel, so. It's not only fair, Mikey, it's flair. Mikey, are you still there? Mikey. Mikey. (laughs) Mikey, you're dead. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I guess the question, Mikey, which sort of storyline attracts you the most? I think I like... Naomi winning it, and then and then Natalia winning it, and then Naomi announcing her cash in at stomping grounds, and then we build up Natalia Naomi, and then you could always throw Flair back into that mix and making the triple threat. Yeah. Okay, then we'll do that. Natalia wins the SmackDown Live Women's Champion. Yeah. A new champ is crowned. A new champ is crowned. We did it. And how does she win it? She wins via... Does she win via sharpshooter? Does she win via tap out? I don't think Charlotte Flair taps out. It's a pin? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's more of an emotional victory for Charlotte Flair to win via tap out. Okay. But yeah, that is a great point of like... Maybe like figure... It it would have to be a sharpshooter with some sort of weapon, right? Yeah. 
I don't know how. I don't know what weapon. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, ladder table. I don't know. The sharpshooter. I like. Yeah, the I like the sharpshooter. Like with Charlotte Flair tangled up in a ladder. That yeah, seems that brutal. Works. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I don't know how she's in the ladder. I don't know where she is inside of it, but yeah, I she think that have, could work. She can have like one foot through two of the spaces, and then pr- cross her foot over one of the rungs. Yeah. Uh, yes. 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 That seems yeah, brutal. That, oh my god, that sounds brutal. Exactly. Let's Ooh, do that. Boy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that'll do it. Natalia wins it. Uh, sh- by Charlotte Charlotte Flairds Charlotte Flairds Charlotte Flair. Who boy? Her own. She lost on her own petard, sort of thing. You know, she she was like, "These are my rules. No disqualification." And then she ended up losing to Natalia. Mm-hmm. Maybe she should have done that. She could have maybe won if it was no, just you know she was allowed to cheat. Here she was able to cheat, but like it was all in the rules. Yeah. Um. I like it. I like it. Natalia wins SmackDown Live Women's Champion. Congratulations to Natalia. Yep. Moving on, we got a Raw match. Skipping right along to that is the Drew McIntyre Braun Strowman WWE Championship match. Mikey, you want to hear that backstory? Yep. Drew McIntyre has demolished the demon. The demon's headdress sits upon his mantle, but the hunter needs a new challenge. And with the Miz's help, that led to the Miz's protege of Braun Strowman. The monster among man. A monster worth hunting. McIntyre has vowed to end the monster. But Braun obviously isn't going down without a fight. Can Braun win... Can Braun win the gold? Or will he too... Hashtag join the mantle. (laughs) I think I'm hilarious, dude. Dude, I think I'm hilarious. <laughs> Mikey, let's book! Let's book! Drew McIntyre with Braun Strowman, or Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman with The Miz. Miz I think, at ringside. So I think we agreed that Drew McIntyre was winning this match. Yeah. Yeah, I sort of feel like Drew McIntyre's winning. Um, uh, the question here is... It, it, it feels like Drew McIntyre should win it because we both agree that McIntyre needs to have a good run. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, I think, could help further prove that he's a monster because he was able, you know, a, a, you know, a good competitor because he killed the demon, won the WWE Championship, defeated the monster among men, mm-hmm. and now he just goes, 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 goes. Yeah. So he's like building this resume of kills. <laughs> he's building uh, well, his mantle. He's building his mantle out. So the question here, Mikey, is we talked about it last episode. He sort of feels like he needs to walk away with something, like an item. Like a trophy of the hunt. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like, take, it's like like a deer's antlers or something like that sort of thing. Yeah, right? he needs he needs something. Uh, whether it be he just like takes his body and then stuffs it, and like you know he has like a bear. You know, like, like how some bro- people have like broad on the wall, have, just like, like stuffed bears. Uh, what does he take from Strowman? Strowman doesn't have any like defining accessories. Is the thing? No, he's got t-shirts, which is I think the most viable. Well, he's, got, he's, he's got tank tops. He's got tank tops. I think the boot 
is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, his hair, <laughs> which was a pitch. His pony, yeah, his ponytail. Uh, his beard. Mm-hmm. His hands. His hands, which he can always cut off. And then Drew McIntyre cuts live, a promo where he's like, PGTV. Drew McIntyre cuts cuts a promo where he's like, I got these hands. <laughs> what a stupid promo. <laughs> <laughs> that's just like that's just like a insane idea of like he cuts off his hands and shows them off to the crowd and says I got these hands god damn that's that's horrific that's like a horror movie wrestling yeah that's like that's like not even like CZW I mean that's just like horror movie so what oh, does he boy. so what does he take from Braun I mean, quite frankly, the T-shirt's the best viable option. Yeah, maybe like, maybe like, yeah, that's that seems right. It's I think like it's a, it's a it's a tank top that says Monster Among Men. Something like and that. Yeah. He like sort of like during the match, he like rips it off of him. Yeah, I like that. And so he walks away with that and the WWE Championship. If I had to give one argument for Braun to win the WWE Championship tonight, Mikey, it would be Miz cashing uh, in on him. Well, At that's happening. Point. Yeah, maybe, but uh, that that was yeah, my that's always a great it. idea. But it would be that the Miz, the storyline of Miz is teaching Braun to use his brain. Mm-hmm. So, is there some sort of situation where in this match, like you know, like Braun has to like the idea of like Braun outsmarts Drew McIntyre some way to win it? Mm-hmm. To win the WWE Championship, yeah. There's that's always there's always that pitch. Yeah, but we both feel like McIntyre should win it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also the argument of like Braun trying to outsmart McIntyre, but McIntyre's like so smart that even smart Braun is not smart enough to defeat McIntyre. <laughs> Just like he keeps reversing his reversals. Yeah, like I feel like there's a lot. This there's a lot of like technical wrestling that Braun's doing, mm-hmm. or something. You know, some sort of, some sort of thing like that. Instead of or, just throwing people around. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, okay. I, I don't know. That there's just something. Maybe there's a spot there where Braun, uh, you know, goads goads McIntyre into using the claymore. I like uh, the playing possum. Like, just playing possum at some point. Oh, yeah, that could work. Quick roll-up. Trying to get a roll-up and McIntyre kicks out or something. Mm-hmm. Or, to, like, he, he goes him into the Claymore. Go, McIntyre hits the... Or McIntyre goes to hit the Claymore. Drawn Braun, like, sidesteps into yeah. a running power slam. Yeah. But not enough. McIntyre's too strong. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but McIntyre wins it. One, yep. two, three, pin. Easy peasy. He retains the WWE Championship. Where do we go with McIntyre from here? That is the question. He needs to keep finding new challengers. He needs to keep finding people he can beat up. Yeah, he needs. He needs. I mean, we, he needs we new prey. The idea a while ago of Mysterio. Yeah. Uh, a, a nice little legend for him to literally a physic literally and physically a little, little legend <laughs> uh, for him to take out. Yep. Yeah, we, uh, we did have that idea, so we can get the mask on the mantle. 
So they have the mask join the mantle. And that should be quite the mantle if you got a Mysterio mask, Braun Strowman t-shirt, and the demon headdress. Mm-hmm. His trophies collection is just, whoo, boy. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we did it. So we're doing it. McIntyre wins it. Yep. Cool. Where will McIntyre go? Only you, listener, can subscribe and find out. Okay, so we got a Raw match next. Yep. Which, who cares? Probably, like, a U.S. title. Yeah, sounds fair. Or U.S. title, women's tag title, some sort of, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not universal. And then we got the men's Money in the Bank, Mikey. The men's Money in the Bank match between Ricochet, Orton, Miz, Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns, Wyatt, Dream, and Adam Cole, baby. Baby. All right, who, who wins this match, Raw or SmackDown? Oh, I totally forgot about flipping that coin, and thank you for that reminder. Let's flip that coin. Heads is Raw. SmackDown is Tails. It's Heads. Damn it. Oh, okay. Raw wins the men's money in the bank. Bummer. <sighs> at least we got one. Yeah, at least we got one. Damn it. I honestly really hoped it would have been the SmackDown we would have won this. Yeah, there could have been some cool stuff happening here. Dang. All right, so out of the four Raw members, who wins? I mean, does it matter do, do, Does it matter for us to choose it? Uh, I mean, they might choose the WWE Championship to cash in on. Well, I guess that's fair. Oh, man, that's a randomizer I didn't think about having to make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which championship the Money in the Bank person has to, wants to cash in on? Yeah. Ooh, do, we have to do, that for that. Na- do we have to do that for Naomi, too, then? Uh, I, I think Naomi... We could do what we want with Naomi. That sounds weird. I don't like that phrasing. No. Uh, with Naomi, we're, we're we're deciding her story on SmackDown. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. With, with Raw, maybe, and that would give us an opportunity for have McIntyre to defend his title against against someone. Yeah. If he if he is still the champion by time they cash in. Okay. Um, but yeah, so interesting. Okay, well. Do we want to randomly choose it, or do we want to select it? I think let's just let the randomizer, because this is Raw's decision now, so we don't really have a say in it, you know? Okay. Um, well, let, while I'm setting up that randomizer, uh, let's talk about some of the spots that happened this match. I pitched before about a Ricochet going to do a, you know, off a ladder, you know, you know I want to take that Evan Bourne spot. Everyone remembers that Randy Orton, Evan Bourne spot from years ago. Mm-hmm. But on top of a ladder. Yikes. And Randy Orton nails him. With an RKO. I like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That probably takes Ricochet out of the match. Yep. <laughs> Ricochet is gone. <laughs> he is gone and he is dead. Uh, that is that for him. Uh, okay, so... What else happens? I like the idea. Okay, so here's here's a pitch. Uh, what if someone's holding a ladder and Roman Reigns spears them, and they have the ladder and they still they're still holding the ladder, and when they're getting speared, they fall into two other people who get hit with the ladder. Ooh, dang! I love that. I like that a lot. Cause like Roman uh, just takes out three people with one shot, like just like boom. I love that. I love that idea. There's also uh, the idea of, um, you know, something like 
I don't know. Um, of course, there's going to be Bray Wyatt. He's going to do chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, what 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 sort of spot does Velveteen Dream have? We could always just do a big purple rainmaker. We could do a Dream Valley Driver onto a ladder. Dream Valley Driver through the announce table on Adam Cole. I like that. Oh, Adam Cole doing a uh, what was it? A Panama Sunrise. Panama Sunrise. Oh my god. On Sami Zayn onto a ladder. Yikes. That doesn't seem safe. I don't know how that would happen. That does not I don't seem... know. I don't know if it would work, but it might. Honestly, that just doesn't seem safe. It doesn't seem safe, but I'm sure Sami Zayn and Adam Cole uh, can take tips from the Mexican uh, legend of El Generico. Yeah. Was El Generico Mexican? I don't know. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look it up, actually. Um, okay, so I got a randomizer set up. Okay. The Raw side consists of Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, Sami Zayn, and Adam Cole. Okay. Who would you have liked to win this match? Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole would be a great pick. But the randomizer is picking, and it is deciding, Mikey, who wins the match. Who we got? And I scrolled too far down. <laughs> I scrolled too far down. I missed it. And the winner has been decided. Who is it? And the internet loves it. I can already hear the internet loving the decision. Okay. Randy Orton. Okay. He Randy hears voices Orton. in his head, and they talk to him. They give him the Money in the Bank title briefcase. Randy Orton wins the Money in the Bank briefcase, which means he's going to have eventual cash-in for either the Universal or WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Man. The internet's going to love this one, Mike. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a blast, I quite sure. frankly hate it. <laughs> Because Bray Wyatt would be great as, yeah. a, as a briefcase holder. Sami Zayn could be great. Adam, Adam Cole, Cole would be perfect. Be great. Adam Cole with his with the rest of his four other members of Undisputed Era. Yeah. That would be great. That would be he swarm he would just swarm the ring and then they would he would win the Universal Championship. Yep. But Randy Orton wins it. Is he gonna uh, cat do we know? Do we know if he's going to cash in on the Universal or the WWE? Should we decide that or should we wait? Uh, I'll think of some way to randomize that. Okay. Um, I'll figure that out. I'll figure that out for us. I think we'll have to do it like pay-per-view by pay-per-view. Okay. Sort of thing. You know, sort of decide like, hey, you, you doing Raw? Are you doing SmackDown? Are you doing, you know, what, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Um. Okay, well, assuming the Universal Championship didn't change hands here tonight, which I, I'm not, I don't, I'm, I'm not figuring that out because what do I made of money? Doesn't make any sense. The current Universal Champion, I believe, is uh, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Oh yeah, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> womp womp. So that means, assuming Brock retained, which I'm not figuring that out, but assuming he retains, that means eventually it could be either Randy Orton versus Brock Lesnar, two, great, or Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. Either way, it seems fine. 
Drew McIntyre Randy Orton is an interesting matchup that has not happened to to my knowledge yet. The Viper vert. <laughs> Drew McIntyre is going snake hunting. Ooh, it's going down south. Going down south to Missouri. He's going Viper going hunting. Snake hunting. I want to see if that ever has, has that match ever happened before. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Let's see what cage match says. Not a steel cage match. What do you? Come on. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I don't. I don't think it's ever. Oh, and they have also had a one on one match. Okay, cool. So you can cut all that stuff out. Who cares? <laughs> it's boring. Okay, Randy Orton wins the Money in the Briefcase. He is the two-time Money in the Bank holder, I believe, Mikey? I think so. That seems right. The two-time Mr. Money in the Bank. And that is the closeout for this pay-per-view. All right. Uh, AOP wins. Naomi wins. Pete Dunne wins. Natalia wins. Drew McIntyre wins. And Randy Keith, Randall Orton wins the big one. All right, Randy, you did it. But that is not it for our show, Mikey. Nope. That is, we have left to do our own randomizer, our own special big boy randomizer. Yep. Uh, and that includes, Mikey, it is your turn. As always for pay-per-views, As always on pay-per-views. All right. To hit... The randomizer and decide what happens additionally to our show. Because anything can happen in WWE. We want to make our fantasy booking as realistic as possible. So accounting for injuries and all these things has to happen. So Mikey, Mm -hmm. what does the randomizer want us to do? Okay, Ryan, I've rolled the randomizer and I got a title match. We must book a title match. Which we already did a lot of. We, so thanks, every randomizer. match on here is a title match. Thank you, Randomizer, for that excitement. We even threw in the 24-7 championship title match. Oh, man, Mikey. Man, well, actually, the Randomizer I, just booking such random excitement on a pay-per-view. It doesn't make... We, like, I gotta match. make a... I gotta figure out a way to make like a special pay-per-view Randomizer. Yeah. And what are your thoughts, Mikey, about making pay-per-view is more special i mean there's like double the matches so what about double the randomizer it makes sense to me it's scary but it makes sense to me (laughs) as much as i don't want it as much as i hate it i love it (laughs) okay then uh you hit a randomizer again because we're not doing a title match edition okay let's see and i'll hit the randomizer as well that way you can you and i can share (laughs) the randomizer on pay-per-views okay all right i can work with this one okay what did you get we got controversy. Vince wants us to book a controversial moment. I mean, Randy Orton winning the briefcase will probably do it. Uh, or unless we want to make it more controversial. Brock Lesnar in a row. And wins the money in the bank and catches it on himself. Brock Lesnar wins it yet again. <laughs> and catches it on himself. Brock Lesnar... Winning, Rock oh Lesnar lays I mean, down and puts a hand on his chest and pins himself. I mean, if you're talking, if you're talking controversial, that would be controversial. <laughs> he wins it and cashes and like he. Please pitch me another idea before I before I agree to it, Mikey. 
I don't know. Um, <laughs> because right now I'm sort of like. We're not having Brock Lesnar cash in on himself. I don't know, but him winning the briefcase would certainly be controversial. No, he can't win the briefcase. He already has the title. <sighs> That's fair enough, I guess, Mikey. That is fair enough. Okay, well, we'll, hand, we'll handle yours first, I guess. Because hmm. uh, that needs thinking. Well, let's see what you roll first, and then we'll work on both. We'll work okay, on one. Well, and then I the rolled other. match interference. Wrestler interferes with a match. Well, we kind of already have that with AOP, right? Sort of. Well, I would argue they didn't interfere with a match, and in fact, start of the match. I like. I think this wrestler interference is like a third party. Okay. Like, like not a manager, not like a. A wrestler who's in the match or being, you know, put into the match. It's like someone interferes with a match to have another person help them win. Or what if... Here's a pitch. What if Naomi interferes in the women's title match and makes a triple threat with her money in the bank briefcase? That's interesting. Kind of like how, kind of like how Seth did at WrestleMania. That's interesting. A match interference sort of that would we well, well hold on hold on we could get knock two birds with one stone mm-hmm. if bear with me Mikey okay now, it doesn't make much sense when I think about it. it starts breaking down but the pitch would be Naomi interferes in the match mm-hmm. and hits Natalia. Natalia has Natalia has Charlotte Flair in this figure four in the ladder, and it looks like she's gonna win. Naomi runs in with uh, her the hip attack, case. or or the briefcase or, or something, or hip attack, whatever. Hit, oh my god, hits Nao, hits Natalia with the briefcase. Yeah, cashes in right then and there and pins Natalia. Yeah, makes a triple threat, pins Natalia, becomes the new women's champion. That's pretty controversial. And that's a match interference. Hey, man, I think we just did it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That is... Holy crap, that is a moment. We went from having a very wholesome way for Naomi to cash in, being like, I'm going to do it at Stopping Grounds (laughs) so we can have a nice match. To... To, to a big story point. To smashing the tally over there with the briefcase. <laughs> wow. And that's, I would argue, a, 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 a heel turn as well. Seem, yeah, it sounds like it. Are, are we going with it? Are we? Are, I, I love this moment of like writing stuff where it's just like you're like we're all like like looking at the like the thing we've written or whatever the like, idea we, we thought of. We're we all like standing this? around it like, oh, should we do it? I don't know. Should we do it? <laughs> like we're freaking Is this out. What we're like, doing. Is this what we're doing? Is it, are we going through with this? Are we going through with this? I think so. Okay, Naomi heel turn. Mikey's got some story beats to to write oh, up. Boy. That is very interesting. And you've got an e- now you have an even listing of women heels and faces. Perfect. Perfect. Um, no, the match ends in a no contest, I guess. No, it's a no DQ. 
Well, it's no DQ, but the match, the match because it becomes a triple threat, I'm just going to say that first match, Charlotte Flair and Natalia, ends in no contest. Well, it doesn't. the match doesn't end. It just continues as a triple threat. Yeah, I guess the semantics it's of still the, money It's the still the title. same match, technically. It's just Naomi was also added. Okay. So it would just become Charlotte Flair versus Natalia to Charlotte Flair versus Natalia versus Naomi. In, I guess in parentheses versus Naomi <laughs> with a little asterisk yeah. like <laughs> yeah that's fair uh okay versus Naomi and Naomi wins now oh man Mikey you have to figure out storyline I had to figure reasons. out why why Naomi just destroyed Natalia <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah I mean that one's up. That is wholly up. That is, you have been given a ball of a storyline, and now it's yours to run with. Yeah. Holy crap. That is a controversial moment right there. And then Randy Orton wins the briefcase? Damn. This is a controversial pay per view. AOP, Naomi, Randy Orton. Damn. Holy crap. And this is a lot of, a lot of heels winning, too. Yeah. God damn. God damn, God damn pal. Well, that is it then for this pay-per-view special, Money in the Books. It's in the books, Mikey. The this episode is in the books, quite EA frankly. Sports, uh, it's in the books. Very good. Uh we've done it. We've booked this episode of Money in the Bank. Again, if you want to listen to more episodes, we not only write the pay-per-views, we write all of the SmackDown lives leading up to the pay-per-views. So if you want to listen to more, you can subscribe to any of your podcast feeds and listen, download to more episodes when they are released every Tuesday. Mikey, where else can people find us? People can find us on our YouTube channel at Hit the Books Podcast, where we post all of our reviews of pay-per-views and specials. And we post our uh, 2K outcomes, where we simulate a match in WWE 2K19 and we have to go with whatever result 2K19 comes out with and two computers fight each other um and you should follow us there subscribe smash that like button you know the drill (laughs) hit that bell leave a comment you can also find us on iTunes uh leave us that five meatball review uh leave us a review on our show we'd love to hear what you guys think uh, so we know how to improve or if we're doing okay. Yes, that is it again. Subscribe today to hit the books. Holy crap, Mikey. We've done it. Money in the Bank, another pay-per-view down. Yeah. One more. It's, it was a tough one. One more It was a tough one, books. controversial one. But we've done it. Yep. We've had a cash in. Holy crap. Okay, well, thank you all for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. We will see you this Tuesday for a return home show on SmackDown Live. Until then, Mikey, let's leave our audience with two words. Book it.